Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to Dr. Love here. As you can, well, maybe see, we are doing things a little differently. Um, Yeah, we we got video to all of our audio listeners. It's still going to stay the same way it's been, but we got video now. Um, so we have video and a real mic set up. So that is good. That is, we've been waiting a long time for this and we've been like kind of yeah. complaining behind the scenes of this about a, like, we've been complaining about this for a long time and now it's actually here and it's actually working. So welcome to the new show. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Welcome. I mean, from this point on, I think, I guess there's a time we can announce too. We're going to we're going to be posting this stuff on YouTube as well. So we're going to yeah, get that going. We already, we have the account set up. So, you know, that's just another platform. We'll have our, our podcast on. So we have what YouTube, Spotify, Apple, um, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon. Apple Podcasts. We were on Amazon and then we're on like a couple small podcast platforms, uh, you know, mm. and so there's that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Hey, all the all the outlets, all the streaming and app based services, web browser. We have uh, quite a few people who listen in web browser, which is cool. Uh, mm. So shout out to those listeners. You know, we're we're definitely still on uh, all that stuff. So just keep doing what you're doing. But mm-hmm. also, Love Note Thursdays, like we said, we were going to mm. do all summer. This is it is a Thursday, and we're doing a Love Note. So here you go. You know, we will upload one at least over the summer. So, yep, staying true to that. Um, yeah, we are. Okay, just to um, let's let's just you know get into it here. So, without further ado, um, so the topic for this week is going to be a little bit different than I think what we've done in the past. Um, you know, one thing, and actually one thing that was such a big reason we wanted to switch platforms. We're using Riverside now to record. Um, is the fact that we had an episode where we're doing something very similar to now that got co- unusable audio, yeah, unusable. You could yeah. not make any of it out. It was just a mess. And so we're like, you know what? We're going to switch. And so and we're going to be we reacting. Have, reacting we are. To stuff. So, so we, this is going to be kind of a newer thing too. Yeah, we have a couple reels, just a few reels um, okay. pulled up here that I'm going to share in a second. But um, yeah, you know, there's, I feel like as we're all on Instagram scrolling through, we always, people are always fighting for our attention, you know, and people always want to, you know, in some way share their good or horrible opinion. You know, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking here first, but. Let's just play the first one. Let's just do yeah. it. And while right. you're watching, think to yourself, does this sound like a video that we would agree with? Yes or no? I'll let <laughs> yes you decide. Or no. Go ahead and roll the tape. All right. Here is the first one. All right. Our third date, and he still hasn't led with clarity, which at that point, I'm probably like, I'm not really that interested if you're not being clear with me. Hey, I want to pursue you. I want to be intentional. I could see this like leading into like a future. I I would say at that point, if he hasn't led with clarity and I am interested, I would have no problem being like, Hey, like, Hey dude, like where's your head at in this? Because I don't want to waste my time. There are dudes that are a little bit clueless. Like I'm not, I mean, maybe they're brilliant in the classroom. Maybe they're brilliant at work. I'm not trying to take a jab at their intellect. Just sometimes socially, 
and emotionally they're clueless. And so they don't even realize that they're leading someone on and young women do this as well. But it's just like if somebody's clueless and someone has questions, I don't ever mind somebody asking the questions for clarity. If, if a guy asks. Ooh, okay. So um, what do we think about that one? Okay, so a couple things that jump out to me mm. immediately just off the top after watching that. Um, first off, really disagree with the overall messaging. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw that out there and yeah. say, to me, this it kind of we we've talked about this at length in many episodes, so I'm not gonna go into the whole rant, mm-hmm. but I will say like the whole idea of like asking someone on a date and the purpose of what that date is. She obviously thinks that in order to ask someone on a date, you have to already have this grand vision in your mind of exactly your intentions and your plan and your all this stuff. To me, it's like, I'm asking you on a date because there are elements about your personality and elements that I know about you that are attractive, but I have no idea where it's going to lead. So Mm -hmm. the only clarity I have when I'm asking someone on a date is that at surface level or of the information that I have, Mm -hmm. I would like to get to know you better. That is what that means to me. I'm attracted to you and I want to get to know you better, but she's like, Oh, if he does, if he hasn't led with clarity about his plan and his intentions within the date, right. then I don't like it's not good enough. I I think that is unfair to put that amount of pressure and that amount of responsibility on someone who frankly doesn't even know you that well. Yeah, you know when I first watched it, you know, <laughs> I because here's the thing i I think you could interpret this one of two ways. I'm going to say the first one. So first one is what do we mean? Like, what do you mean by clarifying? Like, like, cause yeah. that's the, that's the thing that I I'm struggling with that. I don't think this clip provides the full context of it. And I, I want to give the benefit of the doubt, but if a clarifying question is just saying, Hey, I've enjoyed this. I want to see this con- or I want to, or I'd like to have another date. That's one thing. But if yeah. it's like pouring your heart out and being like, all right, I I'm locked in. I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this thing. Like those are two very, very That's different kind of a red flag. If anything, someone <laughs> yeah. who's willing, like date one to be like, I see a future. And like, I, that's like, Whoa, to me, I'd be like, that's a little bit like concerning mm-hmm. to me. If someone is so eager to jump on a situation and start labeling things, and, yeah, you know, and yeah. and I'd left to I'd left a comment too on this post. You might have even seen it when I pulled it up, um, but it's like a lot of people had replied to what I'd said because I'd said something pretty similar. How it when we are implying like this leading somewhere more than we really know it is, like it can just create. We can start amping up the situation way more than we intend to. Like I was saying, you could start talking about marriage by date four and, you know, you don't even know the person. Um, But like I was getting a lot of replies that were saying they were like, well, it, it doesn't have to be that kind of communication. When they say communication, here's what they mean. And I'm like, you don't know what they mean. And it's like, 
I would say it's pretty standard. Like, okay, hear me out. It's pretty standard. If you end a date and it goes well, you saying, great, I'd like to take you out on another date. Like, I I don't think that is a lot to ask for. No. I, I feel like what they're saying in the clip, though, is more of this, like, we need to establish something here. I might be wrong. I You might no, be able to find the context I, no, and send it to I, me, and I, I totally might be wrong. It, I, I took it the same way. I, I didn't think – because, again, we always talk about communication. Big on mm-hmm. that. Big on honesty. Big on being upfront. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I think if you're on a date with someone and it's obviously going well and you feel like you're having a great time, I think it's smart to say, like, hey – to initiate follow on contact be Mm -hmm. like hey how's next week i'd love to take you out again because i had a great time right that to me is like you should probably be doing that level of communication because that's Mm -hmm. being proactive that's initiating but trying to create some bigger narrative of like needing to know this because it just puts so much pressure on the person and it also puts pressure on the other person on the receiving end because it's like Mm. oh if something starts going badly like oh like did i do something wrong like but this person said Mm. that they were supposed to be my husband like oh my goodness like what did i do wrong like am i like messing this up it creates doubt and confusion and everybody's kind of it like it just creates unnecessary complication well and and here's the thing too it like, this is a one-stop recipe to backpedaling. Like, yep. you either yep. commit or you don't. And it's like, if you put all your cards out on the table immediately, like, you will inevitably, at some point, unless you're just going full steam ahead, not considering any repercussions, but you will inevitably have to backpedal. Like, if, if something doesn't wall. work out. You'll yeah. hit that yeah. wall. And backpedaling is worse than any like any commitment yeah it is one of the worst feelings in the world for anybody who has been in like to where you're trying to figure out how to take back something that you've said or like Mm -hmm. reframe it as something else like you just don't ever want to go there it never ever has ended well for me i've never seen it end well for someone else like i just i think like in the Christian space too, I get tired of these sorts of narratives of, of the whole needing to know. And like, Oh, Mm -hmm. if you don't, if you're, if you don't feel confident that you could marry the person before you go on the first date, then you're wasting your time. Or like the, I I get tired of, of people treating men in the church like they're dumb and that we're incapable of doing anything oh and, and, I just, and that's another thing too we didn't even yeah. touch on that yet you i mean that's okay. what i hated about that video yeah and so okay and and as men, mo, many of you might know this is from the becoming something podcast that you know jonathan pakluda hosts and you know i've i've nothing against him as an individual no. i mean I, I think he's podcast. even had some and he's had some great um preaching too you know i i, I look up to the guy but when it comes, like, I, I don't appreciate what he had said about, like, you know, you might have a guy who's, you know, intelligent and all, but, you know, he just, they just can't seem to understand and get it. And it's like, okay, come on. Like, that, yeah. It, it, it sounds to me, at least, like, 
you're try at least you're trying to like make it sound better by saying like oh we might be a smart intelligent guy but yes, but then really saying what you think yeah like, right don't patronize men like that because honestly let's flip the script how would that have been had he said the thing about that same thing about women we're not even like that like it, it would be unacceptable and even i like if he said that about women even i would have been i would have been like whoa like why why is that being said like that's yeah, really like, inappropriate. That? that's super that's a inappropriate generalization but like mm -hmm. it's okay to dish on men in the church because it's like we're just supposed to sit there and take it but it's mm -hmm. like i i just get tired of like ladies and guys too it's like we are capable of more than what we are portrayed as in church like we're not stupid mm -hmm. we're not incompetent we're capable of getting better it's like yeah we've all made mistakes but mm -hmm. it's like it's time to put us on an equal playing field well and, and on top of that too because like i want to touch on this too like not even to, to just say like oh like if, if this was said about women you know whatever but like in general i think we need to do a better job at saying that like there are no mutually exclusive problems or pain points. Like I wouldn't just put all the blame on one side or all the blame yeah. on the other. It, it's an, it's a mutual thing that we both, that we all need to work on together. Like I, I one thing I've actually, and, and this will be more on the next video that we show, but it's, it's so I've seen so many people just pit against each other, guys and gals, because it's like, Oh, well, I would do this if men would be like this or men would be like, well, yeah, I would do this if any woman would give me the time of the day. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is, it's like a war zone, you know? And it's like, yeah. we're not, we're not meant to have, like, it's just not meant to be that way. And I think yeah. no. this is a way that the enemy really ultimately is attacking people from really getting together because yeah. we are having trivial things as an argument point and just putting blame all on one or the other, whatever it is. And now, now we're enemies. No. Yeah. And like, Since we when? have a mostly, we have a mostly female audience on this podcast. I love mm -hmm. that because yeah, it's, it's like, I, and, and I don't ever want enemies or to pit men against women or women against men. That's not my goal, but it's like, it's time we approached like hearing when you hear people talk about dating, it's time we mm -hmm. approached it with some level headedness in the church and not pin blame on women or men as so often I feel like they do it. Like, I, I feel like I'm not even faulting people who, who do, who say messages like that in certain ways, because I don't think they're doing it out of necessarily always a negative place in their heart. Mm -hmm. But the way it comes off is just very like one-sided when it really is men and women that we both need to take accountability and we both right, need to right. work together to be better. And so mm -hmm. I, I couldn't agree more with that. Sure. Well, I, let's move on to the next video then. For the next. All right. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Um, and are not pursuing or they have so many options because of dating right, apps sorry, and because of is, just access through social media uh, like that played midway through let me forget yeah let's start what why do you think christian women are staying single so much longer seeing christian women stay single to their mid to late 30s why do you think we're seeing such a trend of that 
Um, number one, I think it's because the men that they would be interested in are not pursuing or they have so many options because of dating apps and because of just access through social media. Like you just have so many endless options that the women that are right in front of you are just like one of thousands and it's all beginning to weigh the same. Why do you think? Right. So, um, you had sent me that video and you know, it was interesting and like, you know, I, I think I'm in more agree like I'm in agreement more with that video than maybe the other one. But I think the reason we wanted to talk about it so much was actually because of the comments. And we can get into that later in a second here, but let's just talk about the video first. Um, what do you think? Well, I think there was some truth to that. I, I think uh, like one thing I have noticed is a lot of Christian women are single and they are mm -hmm. just kind of doing their thing. And I do agree with the video in that the illusion of choice of limitless choice, because it's like, Hey, you know, I'm on a dating app where there are a thousand guys who want me. Why would I give you time? Like, why would I, why would I settle? Or cause they have it in their mind of like, Oh, like there's something better for me. There's something better for me. There's something better for me mm -hmm. because they are, you know, people are getting, giving them a lot of attention. Um, and obviously this isn't a general, this, I don't mean this is like a general statement. There are a lot of Christian women who don't do this, but I, I, I kind of think that there is some truth to that. I also think mm -hmm. the truth of men not pursuing, there are a lot of men who are passive and this is where calling out men of like the, like we had an entire episode on guys who think like, Oh, like, I'm just going to kind of follow her around and kind of like be that guy who's like in her vicinity. And Oh, that's like, I'm playing the long game. Like she'll notice me like eventually it's like, nah, like you actually have to pursue, like make it known to the woman. Like, Hey, this is, I'm trying to take you out. I'm trying to get to know you mm -hmm. now, whether that's received well, that's out of your hands sometimes. And that's a whole nother debate. And in, in this way, a woman might be like, oh, you know, I'm not interested or like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to stay single for whatever reason. But mm -hmm. I think that those are there are some accurate takes there. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah, it, I'm going to echo what you said there, too. Like it this isn't every woman, you know, like I, I'm going to say that first and foremost. But what was interesting for me was just a lot of the responses. I mean, man, the comment section was just mm -hmm. a war zone. I mean, it was honestly like really disappointing for me to see because like a lot of the the responses i got and and, and this page is mostly um focused or like mostly catered towards um christian women that's one thing too so um carrie grace who is the the lady who made this video um most of her following are are women and so you get a lot of comments saying like oh this isn't the only reason single Christian women in these age groups are looking for godly husbands um, and not long-term relationships. Um, and they're looking for a godly man and who, who does not want to have sex before marriage. And I mean, you know, things along those lines are like, there are a lack of Christian men or there are a lack of men taking leadership and men aren't stepping up and all this different stuff. And it's like, maybe, maybe it's just been my experience or maybe it's just my own perspective as a guy um, of me kind of like disagreeing with that, but like, I don't know. It's like, I, 
part of me doesn't really know how to respond because I feel like I'm seeing a different story. What do you yeah, think I mean, about that? I, I think like there is some truth to that. Like I do think yeah, there is some absolutely. truth to men who aren't um, leading. And I think like ultimately I would challenge men as like, hey, we've kind of dug this hole ourselves in a way, mm-hmm. in a way. Now I'm not going to blame, like I'm not putting all of it on us, but it's like, I do think that there are, like this is a very weak generation of men and i think that there are there are probably fewer real christian men out there today so mm-hmm. in that sense i do agree with some of these women who are commenting that i would also say that like stuff like season of singleness movement and like dumb singleness reasons that i've that have infected the modern church i mm-hmm. think have also really been a detriment uh to women because God, there are guys who are interested and men who do want to pursue and who make that effort, but are consistently not given an opportunity because of the closed off nature of a lot of Christian women. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the way on a broader scale that the church handles and facilitates dating or male female interaction is very uh, flawed. Like, I think it breeds, um, it doesn't encourage uh, relationships with the opposite gender. Like, it doesn't yeah. at all. So, I think, and, and I get that, but I think some of the comments, like, dragging men, a little harsh. I think, again, it's a group thing. You've got to take a look in the mirror and take a little bit of accountability for yourself. So, like, to me, I see this video and I'm like, one thing about me is I'm going to shoot my shot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to make it known how that's received is out of my hands. Uh, yeah. Has it made it awkward sometimes? Sure. Has, have I failed plenty of times? Oh yeah. Like, right. but it's like at the end of the day, as men, like we've got to, we're the one, like we are supposed to lead. We're supposed to step up. So just because you experience failure doesn't mean you should just stop trying. I think a lot of guys do that to where they'll initially maybe be bold and then they get that rejection and then they'll just kind of fall in line. Mm-hmm. I think, no, you got to keep pushing. And for women, you know, give these guys a shot every now and then, you know, you don't have to know if you're going to marry him before you even go on a date. Um, and I think that's where like, that's where I think some of these things kind of go off the rails, but this right. video I liked, I, I thought it was, um, the comments I can't speak for, but the video mm-hmm. itself, I thought made some solid points. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm pretty much in agreement with that too there as well. Like I obviously like there's no, it's not fully black and white, you know, and I'm seeing, I was also seeing comments along the lines saying to like, um, and I think this is what you were alluding to as well, how it's like, like, okay, would you agree that there are more um, single uh, feminine godly women than single masculine godly men? Like, would you agree with that? Like, this is a common um, I I don't know. I, I do want to touch on this, though, because I think this brings up an interesting point that men... Mm-hmm. Um, there are more single men today from the ages of 18 to 30 than ever before in recorded human history. Um, 
I can't speak to how that compares to the number of single women in the church. Um, or well, how many you know what, what's men funny. Are, are men in the church or not. But So that comment had left out a, a detail that I'm going to share now that I want to hear. Um, so it wasn't just single and feminine and single and masculine. They also have attractive in there too. Single, attractive, feminine, godly woman and single, attractive, masculine, godly man. And then there's another comment that says, mm. because they can't find men they're attracted to, what do you right. mean so many options? No, we don't. Most men aren't real Christian. Yeah, okay. I, I just think this, it, there are comments I don't get because it's like, it, it is enough <laughs> to an extent. Right. I think there are fewer Christian men and Christian women today. And like the pool yeah. is just smaller on both sides, right? And not only that, but like a lot of, I think what's happened is a lot of people will get married, like the Christian women, some of uh, the people that might be more attractive to some, they get paired off earlier because yeah. the guys who are like, who realize, oh, wow, this is super rare. They're jumping in, shooting their shot early, taking these Christian women off the market, so to speak. And then mm -hmm. along with that goes a Christian guy who's off the market because they pair off. They're both done in that way. Right. So I think, and then as you get older in the Christian community, there are some women who are, who do wait till they're in their thirties. Right. But I think by and large, you kind of fall into two camps within the Christian community. You're either mm -hmm. the get married young camp, which is like, Hey, you found your person, you get married young, which is amazing. And I, I think for anybody who that's their experience, you are very blessed. That's a, that's a good thing, I think. Mm -hmm. Or you fall in the camp of you kind of miss out on that initial wave and you're kind yeah. of left trying to navigate what's a dwindling pool of very it's almost like a war zone with like bomb craters and like you're right. just trying to like make it through and like there's potential red flag here. Or there's like a really questionable thing there. And you're just like, I mean, really the reality of the world becomes more real. The older you get, like, I think that's a it pretty does. safe thing to say. And there's more baggage that yeah. comes with it in general, men and women's side, men, more and baggage. Women. Like, yeah, it's like, if you're, if you're a guy who is 25 plus in the church and you're not married it i'm not saying in every church they treat you like this but it's almost like odd like it's almost like people look at you with like a sense of caution of like hmm, like i wonder what's wrong with him or like likewise if you're a girl you're 25 plus in the church you know it's like hmm, like i don't know like i wonder how many guys she's mm -hmm. been with or i wonder what her story is or like what kind right. of baggage she has or is this guy like an f boy like is he just like the church guy who's walking around scheming constantly. Like I just, and, and there is some like mm -hmm. reason why people would think that, but it's just like, I think the pool is just smaller. And I think part of the reason why we're having trouble in this day and age is one, the church could do a better job. And two, I think it's just really difficult to navigate when there aren't that many options left. Mm -hmm. And okay. With that said question, yeah. Do you think as Christians then, given 
given that they're like, let's say that, I mean, it's true. There are just less options, period, yeah. than there ever yeah. have been. Do you think we need to lower our standards for, I mean, I don't want to say emotional and charismatic type stuff, but maybe for the more, I don't want to say superficial, but things like looks, like, what do you think about that? Um, I think, I, I think here's, here's the reality, right? And, and this is what someone told me. And I think this is really refreshing advice. You can either keep your standards and come to terms with the fact that you might never find the person, mm. which is like, that is okay. Like I'm actually not opposed to somebody like, listen, if you have a certain standard and you want to stick to that, that is more power to you. And, and I, and, and like, this isn't saying compromise spiritually, just to reiterate, like, this is not right. saying drop your standards in terms of like, oh, I'm just going to like meet some random person and I'm going to like marry them. Like, no, mm -hmm. not saying that. I'm just saying like, if you have like a standard for appearance or a standard for money or height or looks in a certain way, you by all means, like I'm not going to stand in the way. I don't think there's anything wrong with preferring a certain type of person. I don't think that's a bad thing. Some mm -hmm. people might disagree with me for even saying that, but I don't think it's inherently wrong. Mm -hmm. But if you keep that, you are not at liberty to then complain about, oh, well, there's not anybody. It's like, no, there are people. There just aren't people that fit your particular taste. Now, right. if you drop your standards or if you are willing to be more accommodating, that's also fine. But it's like, I also think that there are people who do settle who maybe mm. shouldn't. Uh, so I don't advocate necessarily. I'm not saying like, oh, you have to do one or have to do the other because I do think mm -hmm. there are people with unrealistic expectations in terms of like what they almost have like an idol in their mind of like, oh, she or he is going to be able to do this for me and do this and have this and be like this. And it's right. like, it's not a vending machine. You're not going to just mm -hmm. be able to pick the exact thing you want and then leave everything else behind. Like you're, they're real people, you know, everybody mm -hmm. has things that we're going to have to work through. But like, for me, I have a very specific, like, I, I have high, I believe that I do have a pretty high standard mm -hmm. and I realize that if that means that I never find somebody, I've come to terms with being okay with that. And I mm -hmm. legitimately like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make a big scene about it because it's like, at the end of the day, if I never find somebody, I never find somebody. And that doesn't mm -hmm. diminish my worth as a man. That doesn't diminish my worth as a believer, you know, like that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I just say to everyone out there, like, I'm not going to lie to you and be like, oh, you'll find someone that's exactly like, no, what I don't you need them to be or want them to yeah, be. Or, like, I don't think that that's good advice. And I don't even think that's true. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was trying to get you a little bit with the trick questions, the tr sure. uh, trick question there. But I'm I mean, I'm I'm in complete agreement with that, too. I mean, we, we've talked about it privately. Um, but it's like, yeah, if, if you make your own bed, then you got to lay in it. You and have it's to. like what? And whatever, whatever choice it is, you know, it's like, if, if yeah. you do decide to lower a standard, then again, nothing wrong with that. But if you do have some high bar that you want people to meet, don't come complaining to the people around you and being all negative about how there's, 
quote no one out there because it's like th- there are people out there, but you know, are you giving? Are you going to give them a chance or not? Is right. the question. And, right. and this goes to guys it, and girls, yeah. right? And and for the people who choose to lower their standards, which again, fine if you choose to do that in terms of things that don't matter, superficial stuff, that's right. fine, right? But right. then right. if you know that hypothetically something like, like I've seen this, I knew someone where lust was a major issue for them. Mm. Okay, we all have our struggle. This person had like. They, they lowered their standards a bit thinking that, hey, getting into a relationship with someone, I don't need to be attracted to them. They just need to check certain boxes. And once I'm in the relationship, everything will be fine. I'll be good. Mm-hmm. The issue became that one, your sins don't just magically go away when you're in a relationship. And this person no. admittedly because they were not ever attracted to the person that they chose to be with, it created all sorts of sin opportunities that ended up undermining the foundation of, of their relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's the one caution I would give to like, if you're going to drop your standards, you have to be really sure like that, you're confident in that you're that like, Hey, like I've prayed about this. I really feel like this is the right decision because I think it does open the door to some other issues down the road that could happen if you're not careful or that you're not aware. And that's right. And then the other side is like, Hey, if you never drop your standards, you might be alone forever. And if you're okay with that, more power to you, but that's the bad thing that could happen on the other side is like, Hey, maybe you just never make it there. And that's, that's right. that. No, I'm, I'm in complete agreement with that there. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all the questions I had. Do you have anything that you wanted to talk about too, before we, Well, I just wanted to, to say to, um, our listeners, you know, I, I think, um, you know, these reaction type episodes and in reacting to these reels, it's not meant to criticize or to be just contrarian to what's mm-hmm. out there. There's like, th- there's some good podcasts and I'm sure I would agree with those people on a lot of things. Um, but it's just like, I do think our ultimate purpose is like taking it back to the vision and purpose of the show is like the reason why we even talk about these things is because we see a need And to me, these reels illustrate just the type of stuff that we're trying to address and some of the ways where it's presented we agree with, some of the ways we clearly don't. And so I think it's important to really, when you're hearing stuff, like when you're listening to dating series at your church or when you're hearing these catchy reels on TikTok or Instagram of these pastors who are kind of like, giving you dating advice and like, Oh, you should do this and do that. You de- you should like be think critically, ask yourself, like, first off dating isn't biblical. The Bible does not talk about dating. It talks about, mm-hmm. Hey, like sexual morality and immorality and like things in marriage. It talks about marriage. It talks about things not to do, but it never addresses dating. It doesn't address Hey, if you don't know that you're going to marry the person before you date, it never says that that isn't biblical. So my Mm -hmm. thing is like, there is no one size fits all approach. 
So don't ever let yourself get sucked into this idea that, oh, because a pastor said it, that's how it has to be. Or I have to do mm -hmm. it this way. Because yeah, I think no. that damages, that prevents a lot of relationships from ever happening. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's funny because um, Ben and I here had just got off a call with a friend of ours who um, our, a, a local church by me is doing um, a dating series right now. And, and he was just saying, like, man, a lot of the stuff you've been telling me, like, it just I was thinking critically about it. And it's like. I just, and like, I'm not calling out any specific church or any, I mean, I could even call out myself here. What yep. we are saying is not the gospel. It's nope. not, we, we don't even have the perfect answer to it, but what we really just, what we want, I, if, if anything, if any lasting thing I could leave on this earth, like would just be to think critically and think biblically about how to move forward. Don't just blindly listen to something that someone says just because they have influence. Um, yep. and that goes beyond dating. I mean, like, seriously, like dig into the word, dig into right. what God's saying about that kind of stuff. Cause I mean, I think this is an area that we are very passionate about because I think there has been a lot of deception, um, over recent years. And that's why we want to talk about it. But I mean, that can go in any area of life. hundred percent. And, and, and so, I was the guy in the first video, the guy who was like, Oh, like I, I was, I used to, I used to not be this way. So for people who are like, mm -hmm. oh, well, you know, you've always been contrary to, no, like I totally bought into the whole, oh, I need to know if I'm going to be with her forever before I even ask her out. I'm going to be the passive guy who just kind of hangs around and gets to know her and tries to be the nice guy, friend guy. I've done all that. So this is all from a place of like, real personal conviction of like, I can look in the mirror and be like, look, I'm guilty of doing every single thing that I'm telling you not to do. So right. like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not on my high horse here. I'm like, I have, yeah. I've seen it in myself and I just want everybody to think critically. Don't just blindly follow. And, and you can, don't be afraid to date. That's something I'll leave you with. Don't be afraid guys to ask that girl on a date just because you don't know every little detail about her, just because you haven't observed her, which is just creepy, by the way. Like that is, mm -hmm. I'm not even going to go into that, but like. <laughs> because, I've been, I've been stalking your social media for the last yeah, six months like and I have identified you being a candidate. <laughs> Marry like, me. Yeah, ask a girl on a date, get to know her on the date. Girls like give a guy, give a solid guy a chance you know maybe that is the time hey you know what i don't have to know if i'm gonna marry him after one day i don't need to know after two i don't even need to know after three like mm -hmm. shoot like it's not that deep like it is and it isn't like it is because you're trying to get to know the person but it isn't in that I, I think part of the problem is we put these lofty expectations on it but with that right. i'm gonna stop because I could go on about this all night, but we just want to say thanks, guys. All night. We want to do more. We want to mm -hmm. react more and uh, be addressing things that are going around and things that we see. So I just wanted to say thanks and uh, appreciate to everybody mm -hmm. who's been giving us love. We've actually done really, really well lately. Uh, we've had a lot of people listen. And so thanks for like just the word of mouth and, and spreading it around and to all of our guests.
yeah, it's it's been awesome. We're we're planning on some really. I know we keep saying this. We are planning on having some pretty cool content coming up soon. Yep. Um, again, keep stay engaged on the social media. We're we're working on it. We're getting there. Yep. Um, but yeah, this. I think now that we're on this new platform, because a lot of our struggles too is like. We, we didn't even know if we could record or not because the internet stuff yeah. or whatever with the old platform is not working. I'm excited. This is going to be yeah. really cool. So, Way better. New yeah. platform. Huge upgrade. This is step one of many improvements that we want to make. Mm-hmm. So appreciate you guys. This has been another great love note with Dr. Love. We will see you next time. Yeah. See y'all.